Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. We haven't needed it much this month, but you will have to break out your shovel today. Yes, indeed. A snowfall warning remains in effect from Environment Canada with snow expected to fall throughout the day. Now, once it starts falling, it's not supposed to stop until sometime tomorrow. It could be the biggest snowfall since Christmas. Non-ID CFPL weather expert John Wilson expects 10 to 15 centimetres of snow to fall with the heaviest amount coming this afternoon. Now, to make matters worse, the snow is expected to be wet uh, and really heavy, not the fluffy light kind. So it may take you a couple of shovels to get through it. Global news meteorologist Anthony Farnell says we're seeing the return to more seasonal conditions. If you do have to be out on the roads today, the CAA recommends you stick to the main routes as they're typically plowed more often. Experts recommend keeping an emergency kit in your vehicle as well. While we could see between 10 and 15 centimeters of accumulation, other parts of the province could get even more. The greater Toronto area could see up to 20 centimeters of snow, while parts of eastern Ontario could see almost 30 centimeters. Environment Canada says drivers should be aware that visibility may be reduced due to the heavy snow. The National Weather Service says isolated power outages may happen as well during the storm. Speaking of the roads, uh, school buses are cancelled for the entire day in Middlesex, Oxford and Elgin counties as well as the red zone due to heavy snowfall impacting afternoon routes. City of London routes will start on schedule. You can go to mybigyellowbus.ca for a list of cancelled routes. There's a uh, disturbing story this morning about a man stabbing a dog. What do we know? Yeah, a 31-year-old man is facing charges after police say a pet dog was stabbed multiple times at a home in North London. Officers say they responded to a 911 call just after 3 yesterday morning reporting an injured dog. The owner told police that a person known to them stabbed the pet and then ran off. The dog was taken to an emergency vet for treatment of serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Police say the suspect wasn't found right away, but at around 5.15 he came back to the home, so officers returned and arrested him. As a result of their investigation, a 31-year-old London man has been charged with one count of injuring other animals. Investigators say they won't release his name as it could identify the complainant. The federal minister who heads up the office that deals with passports has some good news for Canadians. Yeah, Families, Children and Social Development Minister Karina Gould says the passport backlog has been virtually eliminated and processing times in passport offices are back to pre-pandemic levels. Passport offices were snowed under by applications as COVID-19 restrictions eased last year. At the peak of the backlog, most Canadians were waiting up to 40 working days to get their hands on a new passport. Canadians eyeing sunny vacations and international visits needed passports that gathered dust during the pandemic to be renewed and the request inundated the service. The government says one of the issues was between 80 and 85 percent of applications were for new passports for first-time passport holders. Officials say first-time passports are much more complex to issue. Now, since April of 2022, Service Canada has issued more than 2 million passports. By the end of the fiscal year, the government is expecting that number to reach between 3 and 3.5 million. Going into the summer, however, the government is expecting a higher level of requests for passport renewals, which are much simpler to do. Interest rates are expected to go up again today. 
Yeah, the Bank of Canada will announce its latest decision on interest rates this morning. Markets are widely expecting the central bank to hike its key interest rate by another 25 basis points to 4.5%, which would be the highest it's been since 2007. The Bank of Canada has raised interest rates seven consecutive times since March in the face of decades-high inflation, but economists expect today's rate hike to be the last of the cycle. There has been yet another violent incident on the TTC. Yeah, riders in Toronto may be thinking twice about the TTC right now. Toronto police say a woman in her 20s was stabbed in the head and face while riding a streetcar in the city yesterday afternoon. The victim suffered non-life-threatening injuries. A woman in her 40s was arrested at the scene and faces a charge of aggravated assault. Toronto police also announced they have charged four 13-year-old boys with assault stemming from Monday's swarming attack on two transit workers aboard a city bus. And we'll end with some good news. Emma Donahue is going to Broadway. Yeah, the stage production of Room will be moving to Broadway this spring. The production is an adaptation of Emma Donahue's best-selling 2010 book of the same name. The novel was previously adapted by Donahue into a movie starring Brie Larson in 2015. Room had its North American stage debut in London at the Grand Theatre last March. The production will begin previews April 3rd before opening April 17th for a limited run until mid-September. Tickets go on sale February 6th. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1533, England's King Henry VIII secretly married his second wife, Anne Boleyn. She gave birth to Queen Elizabeth I, but was later executed. In 1627, Canada's first doctor, Louis Hebert, died in Quebec City. In 1759, poet Robert Burns was born in Scotland, best known for his descriptions of country life and for satires against the religious and political hypocrisy of the day. He wrote much of his poetry in his broad dialect. Today has come to be known as Robert Burns Day. In 1791, the British Parliament approved a bill splitting the old province of Quebec into Upper and Lower Canada. Upper Canada became known as uh, the province of Ontario, of course, and Lower Canada became Quebec. In 1890, reporter Nellie Bly of New York of, War- of the New York World returned home, completing an around-the-world journey in 72 days, 6 hours and 11 minutes. That beat the fictional 80-day trip by Jules Verne's Phileas uh, Fogg. In 1915, Alexander Graham Bell inaugurated Transcontinental Telephone Service in North America more than 40 years after developing the invention in Brantford. The call was from New York to San Francisco. In 1924, the first Winter Olympics began in France. Hockey and figure skating competitions had staged previously uh, in the Summer Olympics. In 1947, Al Capone died in Miami Beach, Florida at the age of 48. In 1961, U.S. President John F. Kennedy held the first presidential news conference carried live on radio and television. In 1978, four women in Dubuque, Iowa, bucking mind-boggling odds, were dealt perfect bridge hands in the same game, allowing that spades is the true perfect hand. In 2004, NASA's Opportunity rover dipped its first pictures or zipped its first pictures of Mars, showing a smooth surface and dark red in some places and strewn with fragmented slabs of light bedrock in others. 
On this day in 2017, Mary Tyler Moore, creator and star of the Mary Tyler Moore Show, died at the age of 80. In 2020, Canada reported its first presumptive case of the new coronavirus. In 2022, GoFundMe froze the $4.2 million raised for more than 55,000 donors in support of the Freedom Convoy of Truckers. And also in 2022, Canada joined the United States and Britain in ordering the families of its embassy staff to leave Ukraine. Happy one-year anniversary to Avalon for living in your new home. Happy 37th birthday to Rachel and happy birthday to Sam, who turns 53. You share a birthday with Annie Lennox, who turns 66. Chef Marcus Samuelson is 52. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is 45. And Alicia Keys turns 42.